Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hi, angels. Welcome to episode one. 52. Yes. Um, yeah, so we're full of it today. We're a little spicy. So we thought we'd share that spiciness with you. And if those of you who are maybe feeling spicy or having moments where, and I mean spicy equals like, like Vanessa uses the word sassy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My sassy pants are on. <laughs> so if you're feeling that way, join the club, be with us, you know, spend an hour with us knowing that you're not the only one. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about what's happening right now and kind of give us that space. So Vanessa, what, I mean, I kind of said it, but what, <laughs> what's the title of this podcast? <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, the, we're we're gonna talk about exactly that—the shadow, living in the shadow, and the angst, and the anger, and letting it be normal, understanding that it's normal, allowing ourselves to to shift in and out of it, and um, how 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 to do it. I feel like what we're what we're always asking ourselves to do when we address things like this is to be more graceful, <laughs> right? Like, I feel like that's what I'm always asking myself to do when I get like this, to just be like, this is happening and this is where you are and you are spicy and you are sassy, but like, how can we be like graceful so that we're not creating things that we will then have to dismantle or whatever, you know, because it's very difficult for me to be in this space this is not a space I'm in very often. So I don't know how to act. And so it's for me, it is it is um, a challenge to know how to act in ways that I'm not that 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 non spicy self is not going to be upset about. So I feel like normalizing, which, you know, I, I feel like we overuse that, but like just kind of normalizing the idea of these emotions and these spaces that we have to be in so that um, we can feel less angst about our angst helps us create that graceful expression of our angst and that graceful moving through and shifting through and gathering information and applying information and just allowing ourselves to use it versus feel like we're losing it just because it's happening. A hundred percent. Cause I feel like I've lost it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's been a, been a pretty rough, uh, uh, for those of you who don't know or didn't gather, I guess, um, we, I was away last weekend, so we did not sit down and it shows, it yeah. shows, um, I feel like it was, it's poor timing in terms of like, you know, moving into Scorpio season and not having this space that we've created to be able to, like, it shows because we sat down today, like, oh, you're a mess. I'm a mess. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, Vanessa was like, how are you? I'm like, eh. And she was like, me too. <laughs> not right? surprising. Yeah. Right. And then it was not just, eh, it was like, well, actually I want to set some fires. Yeah. <laughs> it is not just blah. It's like blah, yeah. blah is, is, is what I would like. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer blah over what's happening right now because <laughs> 
And it's like the la the lack of of people being murdered by me is is a showing of my great constraint. <laughs> right. The messes I am not making from the mess inside. <laughs> I said I was at a gathering yesterday and I said and I said, well, I said, I'm highly emotional. I'm crying at every turn. And I said, and I'm, I'm, I'm also a bitch at every turn too. So I don't know what you're going to get, but if I'm neutral, that's a win because it's really yeah. hard to be here. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And people, I mean, I feel like for the most part, people are used to getting a version of us that is neutral or positive, yeah. you know? So when you're come, when we're coming in spicy and hot, people do not know how to handle that. I mean, like, again, <laughs> I don't know how to handle it. So I don't really, you know, like I have compassion. I feel like I'm trying to have mm -hmm. compassion for other people, not knowing how to, how to handle it either yeah. um, while simultaneously feeling it. So yeah, it's, it's, it's rough because I feel like um, it's necessary, you know, and I feel like that's the part of it that bothers me is that I'm like, so is there going to be a time in my life where this isn't necessary? Cause I'd like to use this to create that because <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I yeah. want to be able to be in shadow with less angst and with less anger, I feel like. Um, and that's that I, I feel like these are, these are the, the times of the year where I do learn how to do that, you know, that, that um, I saw a post once that was like, you know, uh, it, it tells the story because a lot of people, when they hear the word shadow, they think of it as negative, right? Like as, as, as like horrible and bad and like evil and everything. And it's really like, not, it's like what we've deemed as dark you know, it doesn't mean that it is, it, it, it can be anything, you know, like for me, be, being angry is shadow because of my belief system, you know, because of what my experiences have been, I'm not allowed to be angry because yeah. of its effect on other people. So that becomes a shadow part of me, a part of me I deny as something that I, that I can be in. So when I'm in it, I try, I'm trying to be like, it's okay. You've got to learn how to do this. You've got to let yourself have anger as part of your emotions. You have to let it happen or else it's going to happen like this because you are not learning how to handle it. So this is my great spiel on what I'm trying to do right now. And it's hard. And this is why I'm glad to be able to present it at this time period because I think um, I know, especially for me, that sometimes I sit in sessions and people are like, oh, you know, I wish I could just like think about it the way you do. And I'm like, okay, I've been set on fire multiple times to get to this place. Yeah. Like, you cannot, <laughs> please don't, please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, please know the pain that I've put myself through and had to be put through in order to get to that place. You're just there. And I'm here because I understand it. And so I'm the person that is going to help you understand yourself so that it, it, so that you can get to that space, you know, but it, for me is always valuable to show up authentically and say, you're never going to not feel it. It's, that's not the human experience. The human experience is that anger and angst and shadow is sometimes going to be overwhelming. And we're just learning how to manage it, how, how, how to not act from places that we don't want to act from. And 
part of me feels and and overall i think the purpose of shadow work is to accept and embody our shadow it's not about healing getting rid of releasing not having it's about understanding it and understanding why and knowing how to operate in our lives when we're not in the shadow like phase like in scorpio season or eclipse season you know when we're not in this time frame like how do we cultivate a life that embodies the shadow parts of us so that when, when these things, these moments happen, it's more of a reflection versus a trying to like, trying to put out all the fires that were created throughout the whole year. And, and I think part of, there's a couple things I think about shadow. Shadow are places, the reason why the anger and the angst comes up, because it's places where either we've been suppressed and not allowed to have a voice and we continue that oppression and that, that suppression of our feelings, our anger, our angst. You know, for me, my human design, my not self theme is anger. And so my whole life I have, I have worked very hard because my anger never was received or, um, or accepted, especially by my mom. And that's where my first point of anger point was that I remember like just being angry and just yelling and hearing and asking and keep saying things and keep asking for her to pay attention and to help and to to do some corrections or to at least and she never could because she didn't have the emotional ability to to process that with me she just looked at me and walked away and so then I was taught that my anger is not received and and that it doesn't matter if I express it then no one's going to listen anyways but if I'm you know, if I'm compliant, then then I'm I'm more included and I'm more liked and I'm more part of whatever. So, you know, that was my first taste of swallowing the anger and not allowing it. I mean, people, it's no wonder why my liver is a little bit enlarged and I have issues with it because that's where we store all that anger and angst is in our mm -hmm. liver and our spleen. There's no coincidence to any of this. And you know, and and, and suppressing emotion. Hello, I just had a hysterectomy. Like, wow. okay like it's like these are like sometimes our body has these long-term effects of you know and and this is the shadow part this is the part of understanding where i'm not allowing myself to express my upset or anger or angst or like my displeasure in the moment for the sake of for me being a people pleaser and not wanting to rock the boat or create waves or risk losing someone in my life fear of abandonment and and risk that by being angry or angst you know that's my shadow work and and i think a part of that is understanding where we're abandoning ourselves for the sake of community for the sake of not losing the people in our lives that we deem as important or necessary because without them we wouldn't be okay or we'd be all alone that's a fear. I got married. I moved to fucking Canada and got married because I met somebody online because I was afraid to be by myself and that I was going to be by myself for the rest of my life. That's my, that was my energy behind finding and marrying the person I did. Now, hindsight, I see like I was there to help the kids through that moment, through the moments that they were having. I see a bigger pattern and a bigger piece of it. But for me, it was it started from a place of fear of being abandoned and i abandoned myself and all the things i knew for the sake of that and so that's a big theme in my life it's a big theme in my life in areas where i'll allow somebody to mistreat me to a point that is so emotionally damaging like that i just allow it to happen and 
I have people and friends in my life who reflect that energy back to me, that energy of, you know, this is like where I'm abandoning myself, my needs, my feelings, like where I'm not saying how I felt, where I'm not sharing that. And, and, and like, and then it's creating shadow. It's creating these spaces of shadow. And, and so that's why when shadow season comes, when eclipse season happens, I am a hot fucking mess. And like, I, all my, my life feels like it's burning down around me or I feel incapable of coping. That's, mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. I think my angst and my anger comes from the anger is from not expressing my feelings in the moments where I could express them or needed to express them. Mm -hmm. And my angst is around the fact that I don't cope with that being revealed to me. Yeah. It's like that, mm -hmm. that, that mirror that's showing the parts of me that I don't like, that I keep doing, that I know I need to practice, but mm -hmm. I'm afraid to do it. And so it like, there's like this uncomfortable feeling of being me for a moment because I'm seeing all of it. Yeah. Now it's a, there's more to it, but on the onset that that's kind of the overview of how I experience shadow life. And I think you know, we talked to Catherine a couple of weeks ago on the live with Vanessa. And one of the things that, you know, she is, is she's a shadow embodiment guide. And she posted something on social media the other day that, you know, really reflected of how far she's had to come to be who she is and to own that and to all the times where, you know, that that wasn't accepted or suppressed or whatever and stepping into that. And you know, and even people sharing those stories makes me see my own and reflect. And I'm like, fuck. And <laughs> no, I don't want to see this. Yeah. But, you know, the eclipse season, Scorpio season, I, I, I love Scorpio, but it's, it's a fixed sign for an air sign, a double air sign like me, and even a fire sign. Like we're like, you know, to be fixed, to be stuck. It's, it's just hard because it feels like I'm in class and the teacher has seat belted me to my chair and says, you need to sit and look at the lessons here and what you're doing. You need to look at your actions. And I'm like, but I don't want to, I want to go run away and like, like avoid everything that's there. Cause it's hard. Yeah. And so if you feel like spirit sitting you down in a chair and keeping you captive and trying to hold up a mirror, I get it. It feels horrible. Yeah, I literally, as you were as you were doing that, it was like I could feel myself trying to struggle against the constraints of like, you won't make me. <laughs> like, because that's just like I want to do it in my time, you know, and it's like you're not doing it though. <laughs> you keep so asking this is the for, time. You keep asking for all these things in your life and you want to manifest all these things, but you're not willing to sit and look at the things that are preventing you from manifesting what you're asking for. Oh, what the actual girl, like, girl, if you don't sit down, I'm gonna have to strap you down. Yeah. Period. Right? Like we it's like I'm trying <laughs> I'm to bring you what like, you're asking for. Yeah, like I can remember that. Like you know, when you have kids, right? Like, and they're hungry and you're like, you need to sit in your seat, dude. Like, yeah. so that you can eat, you know, like little babies, right? Like you get it, or toddlers really, cause toddlers are the terror. So like, they're, they're just like, I have autonomy and I'm not gonna do what you say. And they, like, <laughs> they can they walk. Yeah, like, 
right, exactly. They can't understand that. It's like, I'm not trying to ruin your life by telling you to sit in your seat so I can strap you in so you don't fall down so that you can eat, right? And so you want to eat and you're so hungry and you want the thing, but you're not willing to sit in the strap seat because you don't want to be restrained because it feels restraining. Like, the, I get it. Like, I am a toddler in those <laughs> moments of just being like, no. I want to learn it a different way. And it's like, well, okay, but you're not. So yeah. I don't, you know, like, the, 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 but it is, you're, you're asking for it. You deserve it. You want it, you know, and, and that's, that's what's hard in the moments, right? Like when we talk about emotion um, and we talk about what we're going to do when the emotion comes, it's, it's cute. You know what I mean? Like it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> we have we're we're very well-meaning and we're trying to build a toolbox and it's cute and it's beautiful and it's adorable but we don't really know what's going to happen till it comes till it comes and that's when we really know um what tools we need and what tools work and i feel like that's um when i get into i, I have i have less tools for anger because i don't like anger and i choose not I, I really feel like it is a choice. There are so many times when I get triggered and I've learned how to just not let the anger be the thing that comes in. I try so hard to get, to bypass that immediate anger and just get to the underlying emotion quicker, right? Like I, I remember, I can 100% remember how I first started doing it and it was in traffic in Florida on my way to work every day, there was a merge onto a different highway from one highway. And there were always people that like, we we're all doing our right thing. We're in line. And there were always tons of people that would zoom up and cut people off. And I would absolutely lose my mind. Every time I saw it, I would lose my mind about how they think they're so important and blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, and I'm here I am, it's early in the morning. I'm ruining my morning, right? Like by caring about this, by all this belief system around it. And so I, and but I don't like being angry. So then I would be like angry that I was angry and I had to figure out how to like, what's really going on right now? You know, like, okay, so you, you have this belief system that that human being is going, ha, 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 screw all these people and cutting us all off, right? Like, and so what does that mean? that means they don't value you as a human they don't value your time they don't you know they don't care about people blah 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 okay what how is that dangerous to you how does that hurt you? how does that really hurt you what's really happening in this moment you're going to get to work probably 0.1 second later <laughs> than you would have had that person not cut in even if five people cut in, you're not going to be 20 minutes late for work because of that. It's five seconds, perhaps, you know, like when you really look at it in the scheme of things and you don't know what's going on with those people in that moment. You don't know if they have a worse boss than you and they left their house late and they're really freaking out about losing their jobs and all this, that, and the other thing. And so they're their intention of cutting me off has little to do with me. Again, we talked in, the, in our reading about the ego thing, nothing to do with me whatsoever and everything to do with their panic in that moment. Most people are not joy riding, cutting people off, right? Like there's something going on in their moment. So that was like my first thing of being like, okay, well dive under that anger because you don't like the angry feeling. 
And it's really helped me over the years when I get that trigger to anger to be like, okay, you're angry because of a belief that you have about this situation. What is the belief that you have about this situation? And, and then play that whole tape out until you find the danger because that's where you're acting from is that this is, this is somehow meaning something in your life that's detrimental. And like 98% of the time, it's not that detrimental when I finally get through that process. So, you know, I, I don't feel it as much because I can let so many more things go. I can let people just be like, for lack of a better term, idiots. I don't like to use that word, but like if somebody's just doing something that makes little to no sense to me, for the most part, I've learned to just go, I don't know what's going on with that person today. I wouldn't make that choice, but I don't know what's going on and allow it to let, to let go. So because I've done that work though, when I get this way, it's like foreign now. So now I've really, you know, like now I'm, I get thrown into a tailspin about it. And it's, it, it, I mean, it's funny because you'd think that it would become better, right? If you're more practiced at it. But what it is, is especially in these seasons, the shadow doesn't come out that much. The more work you do on yourself, I feel like the less shadow you have, right? Because you're learning to embrace these parts of you. You're bringing them forward. You're allowing yourself to accept them. So it's fewer and far between that you get this ouch, this super ouch, this, oh my God, I want to hide ouch. Um, and that's what, that's what I feel like I'm, I'm in right now is just that I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I've never seen this before <laughs> and I'm like, not okay with it. It's all the old tools aren't working. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, most of the time, I mean, for me and I'll speak for myself, but you know, you spend your life, like we, it's first, it's, it comes a safety mechanism to your brain. Your trauma mind tries to keep you safe from those feelings. And so you avoid those feelings at all costs, whatever that is, whether it's, it comes, I mean, the other card in the reading was addiction, whether it's through addictions, whether it's through like avoidance, whatever it is, you've learned to avoid those hard, uncomfortable feelings because they're unsafe and because they caused a reaction we didn't know how to cope with. And so through avoiding them, I know me, I don't have practice at giving myself space and room to feel them. Like I've not given myself the, the, the understanding and the process of, you know, how do I work through these big feelings? Because no one's ever taught me. And they've just, when I have these big feelings, they were just met with like silence and stonewalling and avoidance. And so I learned that, oh, I just avoid the hard feelings and then, then I'll be safe and I'll be okay. Um, sitting in it, you know, one of the things that I say all the time is that sometimes we need to talk to those feelings and that anger and those emotions and give it the microphone. But it doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mean that the process is going to be like, oh, because I have all these tools, it's going to be easy. I don't like being angry at the people I love. I don't like, because it feels like I'm being disloyal. It feels like all these other 
it's like it's not just about the feeling of anger or angst or whatever you're experiencing that moment, that high emotion. It's not just about that feeling. It's about what meaning you've made about having that feeling and possibly expressing it to the people or the situations and the fear that you have around doing that, around the idea of the confrontation of it, or even just sharing with it. Because there was a situation that happened in these last two weeks that I fully intend on sharing with my friend because that friend is a mirror to me of the things that the places I abandoned myself still emotionally and I'm still being a people pleaser and I don't like that and so part of me being comfortable with it is is me taking it to that person and sharing that my experience not by saying that it's your fault or being accusatory or why did you but in sharing like I just like I approach it by you know I just I really want to share my experience because you've been a great mirror for me to see where I'm abandoning myself in certain situations and I would love to share this with you so it's more of a sharing of information versus me confronting the situation because really the actions his their actions don't need to change the actions the understanding of myself and how I react and where I'm not giving myself permission to say how I feel or understand where these emotions are coming from so I can work on that not showing up again. It's, but it's uncomfortable. I don't like talking about it. I don't like, like I already have a conversation around spaces like that where I'm telling myself I'm too needy mm -hmm. and that I'm overwhelming or I'm just too much because I'm always talking about what I'm processing. And like, and so it's not just about talking about that situation to that person. It's also about dealing with my reaction to it it's like we talked yeah. a couple weeks ago about the idea of it's not just asking for help it's about the reaction of asking for help the reaction okay. to the process of, of of being more open with sharing how your experience or your feelings but it's the reaction to doing that that is the core deterrent from us doing that which which creates that shadow point yeah, and the, and the shadow is not bad. Let's let's be very clear about this. The shadow is important. It is integral to who we are. It is part of us. This is not about getting rid of it or bringing light to it. There is no light without shadow. And there is no shadow without light. So like they're intrinsically part of us and they're necessary, but it's how we cope throughout the year that makes it intense, that it, the intensity changes. Yeah, for sure. And I felt like when, when you were talking about the, you know, the triggers and the, you know, all that kind of stuff, it's like, it is, it's, it's hard to do because I feel like, um, especially when another person is involved there, that it's really hard for that ego not to come in to, to try to protect us and to try to get out of it or, you know, explain it or, or, you know, do, do something to make the pain stop, you know, when we're, when we're in it. I mean, when one of the arguments that I had yesterday you know, just feeling like, well, uh, I don't like what you said and how it made me feel and being like, okay, whether or not that person meant to make me feel that way or should or should not have said that, right? Like, because sometimes people say mean things, they just do. I am responsible for what I do with that information and I get to be responsible. And when I say I am responsible, it's not a blaming thing. It's like a, 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 uh, an empowerment thing. Like I get that choice. I'm a, I'm allowed to have that choice. I don't have to have a, my emotions depend on what other people bring at me, you know, and it is an empowering, wonderful space, but that, that, 
that dark, that thing that we've decided is the darkness, you know, for me, like anger, you know, or, um, you know, and, and knowing your audience of who can hold that space for you, you know, in those moments, in those high emotion moments, we are forgetting those things. And this is where, this is, this is where it becomes dangerous for me. And this is why I don't like it is because I know I need more practice with what it feels like to do that. When you, when you talked about asking, you know, and, and the idea of asking, you know, I, it, one of, one of the instances that happened over the week was me, I didn't, when I say asking, I didn't ask, I just expressed how I felt. I said, I'm very stressed and I was not met with how can I help you? Or I'm sorry that you're stressed or, you know, anything that was, that was really, you know, aimed at like, I guess, kind of wanting that to be gone for me, it was met with, well, I'm stressed, basically, like, and and here's my needs, and my needs, and my needs, and my needs, and you're not meeting this, and you wouldn't be stressed if you weren't doing this, and, and all, and it was like, wow, so what does that tell me in that moment? It's not safe to express how you feel, which is the freaking problem, right? Like, so it, what it does is, is it, it makes your trauma feel super valid. Well, this is why you shouldn't tell how you feel. But yeah. instead, what I had to sit with was say, I don't, I also don't need to give that person permission to do that. Like that just because I said that I'm stressed, I don't want to make that a pact that it is there that I'm giving the power to them to help me be less stressed, right? Like it's, it's a fine line and it is a like, Whew, what what is an ask for help and what is an expression and what is an expectation that goes with that? And I, I mean, I really, for probably an hour after that interaction, I thought, okay, I see, I see how and where I needed to exit because now I'm okay. I mean, and it happened much more quickly where I needed to exit because I gave the control over and I don't want to do that regardless of who should be doing something for me or shouldn't be doing something for me. I don't want to give the control over. I want that to be, I'm asking you for a co-creation of peace. And if you can't give that to me, that's okay. I, I will still find it, you know? And that was like major for me. However, three days later, I failed at that. <laughs> so, yeah, three days later, I couldn't hit it the same. And the reason why I'm sharing it that way is because I do want everybody to remember that this isn't a, oh, I figured it out and it's going to be perfect. Every time I'm going to just co cookie cutter the shit out of this for the rest of my life. It's not reality. Yeah. It's not going to be that way, especially if you're practicing something new. It's going to take time and it's going to take those trigger moments and you can't manufacture those trigger moments. They come when they come. So we've got to be patient with ourselves and we've got to be okay with the idea that this is part of our human experience that we're going to go, oh, okay. So I did it then and I couldn't do it now. Yikes. But why? You know, like kind of dipping back into the like, okay, that that's, that's part of my humanness. What happened? you know, getting curious. Why, why was, what was this, what was different about the situation? Where did I give my control over this time? You know, like how did, how did I miss the control point? Because I do want to go back to being able to understand when that's happening so that I don't do it. It's true. 
and part of, I think, you know, and what's just coming to mind is something I've mentioned to a lot of spaces is like when we're in it, like after we start feeling the reprieve of this season and after we understand and it's like, okay, it's not that we're not in our shadow, but we're less triggered by it. It's, it's, you know, one of the things that's important to understanding our shadow and, and, and cultivating peace around having it and understanding it and, comp and compassion for it is taking a break. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, through, throughout this week, I've been like, how is my nervous system ever going to regulate itself when I'm constantly putting all of, when all of these things keep happening. And then when it's over, I don't take the pause and reflect on what I've learned and the things that like prioritize like okay this is what i really want to work on out of these things that i've learned in this season or in these moments that have happened because you know i mean this whole year has and i hate you know and my my snarkiness wants to be like it's been a shit show but it hasn't it's just been revealing a lot of spaces that are preventing me from stepping into what and who i want to be and do and and how to live a life that i choose and that's not of the constant programming and part of it is stopping and pausing and being like okay you know what i need a break whether it's taking a weekend and having some fun or like last weekend i didn't have anything there was no classes we didn't record last weekend it was like i had no commitments and i'm like i'm doing fuck all because yeah. i'm like <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed with all the things I put in front of me and the belief that I have no time. Mm -hmm. And I had to reflect to myself that you're wrong. You have a lot of time, but you fill it with things you don't want to do. Oh. And it's like, and so in those spaces, I gave myself the gift of just being like, I'm not emotionally working on anything i'm just gonna be and yeah things are gonna show up and i'm just gonna be like it's okay we'll figure it out but i had to give myself the break from processing all of this because when you're working actively working on working and shifting and healing and understanding it's a lot of work it's a full-time job to understand yourself and so when we see when we have experiences like these last couple of weeks and we're doing the work like vanessa is like I'm, I'm just in awe because i'm like wow i'm like you're doing a lot better than i am because for me i just wanted to burn people down and yesterday and just kind of like light things on fire but it's all part of the process too i think when we do all that work we've expended so much energy and then we think we can we're like, we push ourselves to live our normal lives and then emotionally do the work. It's like working two, three full-time jobs. And I encourage, like, if you just need a weekend to do something or to uh, just a day, maybe just one day where you're like, I am not processing anything. I'm just going to observe and do something that I enjoy, whether it's on the sofa watching favorite shows, whether it's taking a walk, going to a show, whatever it is that takes you out of what you're in because when you do that you gain perspective i had a lot of epiphanies last the, before last weekend and i needed a weekend of just being out of it to see it clearly and mm -hmm. to understand what the path forward was i was too in it in the moment and mm -hmm. i needed a break from it to say okay this is how i can react in my highest good this is what this needs and no it's not always possible i understand that when you have kids or families or commitments, it's not always possible. But the more you can find moments of time to do that for yourself and to take that break and pause, the more clear you'll see what the right path for you forward is. 
that's part of it. When we're in it, we're only coming from that space of that energy. And we're in the energy. And that's important too, but so is it being out of it. So, yeah. I mean, it's 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 about balance, right? And and that's the word that I, it's a trigger word for me, balance, because I've never had it. Because to me, balance means you just work all the time. That's it. Like, there's no other balance. <laughs> and there's nothing else. Like, that's what balance, balance is. is. The checkbook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. It takes a lot of visceral, mental, physical energy. Um, like I, I think I've had a headache for days now, um, mm -hmm. to varying degrees because of just being in the energy of it. It's a lot. So be mm -hmm. kind. This, these are the moments where it's like, how do I nurture myself in my shadow moment? Because really the shadow is parts of you that have never been nurtured, never been loved never been accepted. Mm -hmm. And we can't change or shift or heal that without coming at it from a different space yeah. like you can't mirror what others how others have coped or taught you to cope with it you have to come at it from a different way the opposite of what you've experienced like when you're angry it's not to come at it from shame or to or rejection you come at it from a space of love and acceptance and space holding like what is one of the biggest things that that I, I stress about and I talk about all the time is like how the, my emotions have never had a container to be held in. Like yeah. parents who accept it and nurture it and not just tell me I shouldn't have it or ignored it altogether. And so my safety, my path to healing is having the space to hold the container for myself and being like, girl, I get it. Yeah, absolutely right. Like I get upset yeah. and I'm crying this week and I have not fought against it and tried to convince myself of otherwise or reframe it in a positive light. I'm like, you know what? I get it. You know what? It's shitty to feel this way. It's shitty that this, this events or these things and that this is our narrative. I hate that for us. And to really validate the fuck out of what you're feeling and yeah. to be like, yeah, do we want to heal it? But you can't if you're rejecting something. Yeah. Hundred percent. That was what I was doing yesterday with like because I'm having car trouble and, and and I was just losing it about it. I was just like, what? And I, I just let myself be mad. I sat on my stoop while I was waiting for the the guy to come back, and I was just like, this is bullshit. And I'm letting myself <laughs> be mad because it is, and this is not fair, and this is not like I'm allowed to have a temper tantrum right now. I'm just not going to hurt other people while I have it. And that's like what I'm going to choose to do, but I'm not going to invalidate this and be like, it's totally fine. Like, it's not totally fine. This is awful. This is not fair. This is not, this is not something that I need to make positive. There's no positive about this bullshit that's happening right now. However, right. Like on the other side of it, I'm going to be fine. And I may see something in the future that makes this make sense. And that's how I got through it. Right, was that it wasn't like, oh, well, everything has to let then. I was like, no, this sucks. And maybe there is something. But right now, I'm mad. I'm sad. I cried a lot. I cried a lot. And and sometimes I was crying and I was like, why are you crying? I was like, it doesn't matter. Like it was like I heard in my head, like, it doesn't matter. You need to cry. So just cry. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess that's what I <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing right now. You know, and my daughter was like, Are you crying? I was like, Yeah, this is this sucks. Like I'm just, today doesn't feel great <laughs> and I'm allowing it to just not feel great, but I'll be fine. I am fine. 
this is just how the you know like you're allowed you allow yourself to be fine and not fine at the same time you know um but that was i mean i will say that was a little bit easier because it was like more of like a lower level sad angsty yeah. Yeah. when i was fiery angsty that was much more difficult because again that's that's the shadow thing i don't feel like i'm allowed to be angry so when that comes in i have a much harder time being like you know what you're validated in your anger dude like yeah. it's not cool what's happening it's not okay what's happening yeah. and i did that i did do that much later where i was like well no it yeah you can be angry about that however you need to know your audience of who can hear you be angry about that and who can help you transmute it or 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 dissolve it or whatever it is that you're looking to do with it right you gotta know who to go to and that that's that's maybe what what exacerbated this or made this harder for you but you know it is what it is i feel like when you were talking about um you know letting things go i was i was remembering um, you know, I, I had shared on my on my business page this morning um, something about a dark night of the soul from the holistic psychologist, and I was thinking about in 2019 was when I first experienced that, and my you know like the spiritual awakening type thing started to come in, and I was in a space of um, feeling safe for the first time in quite some time. Um, I was stressed about certain things, but I was so hyper focused on making sure that my daughter was okay because of everything that we had gone through, that I was spending a lot of time with her. We were playing a lot. I was I, I was really like, I, it was almost like I was compartmentalizing and like during the day being okay. And then at night I would maybe fall apart for a couple hours with stress. But I, what I realized was that I did see more and want more. And I was able to get a glimpse of what I wanted in my life by doing that because I was, I was allowing there to be a time in my day where I didn't work or look for work or whatever, because my work was being in an, in an experience. And so when you were saying that, I was thinking, yeah, like there needs to be more of that, you know, because I'm always trying to figure something out right now because I'm, I stress about things that are gonna happen or not happen, you know, and that it, it's, you know, trying to decide whether or not I'm supposed to take action or not take action and spending a lot of time thinking about taking action or not taking action, you know, like we're, we're seeing this carousel <laughs> happen and just being like, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder what it would be like to just go back to that. And there's been glimpses of it. There have been times where it's just been like, everything is okay. Just let it be okay. And, um, you know, maybe that helps with this, the shadow, the anger and the angst is to like, just say, okay, I guess it's here for a reason. And instead of trying to attack it, which creates yeah. like a headbutting situation, maybe we just be angsty, see what that's like, try that on. Yeah. And I was saying earlier, it was a little bit fun. I was a little bit like, Ooh, I don't get to be sassy. Like, I, 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 I don't like it usually, but today I do because it feels like a release. Today it feels like getting it out. Today it feels like it's appropriate and I'm in a safe place. We talk about that container. This is the container for me to be like, 
yeah, because I know I'm not going to get yelled at. I know I'm not going to, you know, have you be like, you know, that's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be like, yeah, girl, let it out. <laughs> if anything, we're like cheering you on and fanning the flames of like, be it, burn it down. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, like I think I just wanted to kind of highlight that and, get, you know, it, I needed that perspective you know, of being like, yeah, it's okay to examine and to whatever, but it is also okay to let it go. Just to put it, it down. Put it's, it down. You can go back to it. It's there. It'll, it's there. Believe me, it doesn't go anywhere, but I mean, you can, but it's like, you don't have to always carry it. It's like, you can just put it next to you on the sofa and be like, you sit over here. I'm going to enjoy my TV or I'm yeah. going to enjoy what I'm doing. And you're just there. And I, it's there, but I don't have to entertain you all the time. It's, you know, if you think about it, your angst, some of, sometimes your anger and your angst comes from being a kid. And so it's like having a kid with you all the time and just allowing them to be what they are, not needing them to change, but just being like, yep, you're going to come along for the ride. We're still going to do this, but we're, we're just not going to, I'm not going to entertain your tantrum right this moment. It's, yeah. it's about just allowing them to be in their big feelings. And, you know, it's, and there's nothing wrong with us for having these things. I think that's the biggest thing. We think of being okay equals being happy, being joyful, being like, woo, we're having fun. Being mm. okay sometimes is just understanding I'm going through it right now. And, you know, I don't want to be, but it'll be all right. I'll figure yeah. it out or I'll get help or the help will show up or I will say though that something you said about, you know, the idea of when you were working through feeling that and being in that, you're like, I know we'll be okay. I think in anything of like the um the the shadow and, and being in the shadow and being safe to explore the shadow, I think the first step is understanding proof of where you've been okay through all of it every time you've experienced it it's having that evidence to your trauma mind and to that wounded part of you to say look every every time we've been through this we've been okay and it's gonna be okay i get it we're in the emotion and we're gonna feel it it's but i think that's like step number one is like prove like showing the evidence of where you're okay and where you have been okay we've all been working through dark nights of the soul or shadow work our whole lives you know from when we're conscious like kind of like child teenage type of years you know mm -hmm. preteen toddler we've all been through that and every single one we've made it through now maybe not as successful as others as far as like maybe we have added more to the shadow but you know for the most part, we've not, we've never been not okay. And I think that that's like the first step in easing into allowing yourself to experience what you're experiencing without having a panic attack or some sort of anxiety attack or fear around not making it through these hot situations, which is, is absolutely, you know, valid. But I think when, when we're emotionally stable enough where the shadow begins to show up in a bigger way, that's when we've added that layer of proof of we're going to be okay through this we have been but we're going to do it differently so that it's not as traumatizing the next time mm -hmm. and it's just you know it's it's about those short shifts and those little layers that we get through that get us to here so if you're the person who has having anxiety about your shadow and who cannot see the proof that it's okay i get it you're in the space that you're in but 
the work that you're doing and the fact that you're willing to be present or willing to understand it means that you will get to those places where you understand inherently in the deeps of you, the depths of you, that you are going to be okay and it's safe to be in these spaces and experience it because you're going to be okay. And, you know, and, and even if you don't see that now, you'll get there. Like I promise, because we've both been in those spaces where we didn't think we were going to be okay. And we thought oh. everything was going to crumble to the ground and we were going to lose everything and, and, and completely have the life we're completely afraid of having. And, you know, whatever came to us, whatever happened, the process, the people, the information, the healing, whatever, how whatever showed up helped us get here. And it will show up for you. I promise. Yeah. So hold faith in that. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, I mean, it is hard when, when we're in it. And as you were talking, I was thinking of sometimes when I have, you know, clients that are like, but I'm not okay. I've never been okay. You know, and just kind of like, ah, never, never. It's kind of like, all right, you know, like, what's your definition of okay? First of all, you know, like if you're looking for this overreaching, skipping with puppies and butterflies and everything, like we need to like, really revamp your idea of what it means to be okay like you were saying of like okay is wholeness and wholeness is dark and light and dark and light that's i mean our days are dark and night i mean and they're both beautiful so we we want we need that and and so that is our wholeness but what we're trying to do like if you feel like most of everything is darkness is that we are looking for lightness and you haven't maybe had the opportunity or felt safe enough to look for lightness but here you are you're here now and we're going to open that space right now to explore it just here in this hour every week it's it's our secret place to pretend <laughs> like if if things could be okay and then you can go back into the world that you feel is dark and and is comfortable in terms of you get it right and you don't feel like you have to act a certain way or be a certain way but in our container, we figure out why you feel like you've never been okay, why you feel like you've never been able to integrate anything that made you feel neutral or positive or whatever, you know, and, and I get it. I get that people feel that way, that their lives have been a shit show from start to, to, to today. Um, you know, there's been times in my life where I thought that because I was so deep and dark and, and feeling like I was in the hole and being like, nothing's ever you know, and, and when I really looked at it, it was like, no, I'm putting a lot of weight on one thing and not seeing all the other things, you know, but a lot of times that comes out of the trauma space. Like, for instance, me being like, my life in New Jersey was so awful and stressful and good. like, but it was really beautiful most of the time. When I say awful and stressful, I didn't have enough money. <laughs> and so I was constantly stressing about money, but I had beautiful friends in my life. I got to play hockey all the time. Like I loved my job for the most part. Like that's all beautiful stuff. I just put a lot of weight on one thing and made that be the entire experience. And so I've since learned that it's like, no, you can't do that. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. You can also see that there was a mix of everything and be like, oh, okay. So if that was the part that I felt like I didn't get, or that was the part that had the most, you know, pain around it, well, how do I not have that happen again? Because when I really look at that, oh my God, if I fix that, 
life is going to be awesome. <laughs> right. And it turns out to be true, guys. I mean, it turns out to be true. Like, I, I feel like the more stable I become financially, the more I'm like, oh my God, life is really good. And I'm not rich, but the hole I was coming from, it's like, oh, got it. When I don't put so much emphasis of my happiness belongs in this spot or that my happiness depends on this spot, things are a little bit different. And that's that, that I've done that through the, some of the shadow work and will continue to do some more shadow work around <laughs> financials so that I can continue to bring that into a better space for me. But it's, it's, I mean, we say it all the time that none of this is easy, but I feel like uh, it's so much harder when we're in angsty anger feelings because we can't trust ourselves in those feelings. Most of us, right? Because those are, when we're in anger and we're in angst, our brain is like, you're in danger, man. You better, you better do something about it. Right. Yeah. Because we don't, when we're in happiness, we're not like, oh man, we better do something about it. <laughs> yeah. we, we don't feel like we have to take actions. <laughs> we're yeah. anger and angst. And so, and, and even in happiness, we tend to be able to trust our actions in happiness. So we don't have to be careful, right? Like, oh, I better not like skip along too happily because <laughs> it might be dangerous. No, but when we're angster, angsty or anger, you know, is taking over. We're like, oh my God, like don't make a bigger mess. Like, and we're in, in this, this rough space about it and like trying not to be in the rough space. I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm, ha I'm definitely having trouble with this go round um, with being able to be okay with it and trust that I can make decisions and say words and take actions that are better than ever. Yeah. And that's how I'm trying to leave it at. Like, just do better than ever, whatever that means today. <laughs> and for me, I think too, is that, cause when you say, you know, whenever, if, you know, whenever in danger and being happy, but see, in my mind, there's a thought process is that when I am happy, I spend money. Therefore, being happy is dangerous. There you go. So, so there's thought process. There's so much an intricate, like webs of like, oh, what do you think? What is your thing around happiness? What is your thing around anger? And for me, like, I keep, I keep hearing and getting the hit to like take the anger and make it beautiful and how and how do i do that because like it's a big emotion for me and i don't like it and it's through what we're doing here mm -hmm. it's taking all of it and you know and and having understanding being in this container and creating this is our creativity container like it's mm -hmm. not to say y'all need to go start a podcast but if that's what you want to do please go do it because i'm sure if you did a podcast on anger and angst and rage and just raged for like 20 minutes people would be like yeah and love love it but well yeah i mean yeah <laughs> the comedian um oh god i can't remember his name whatever he's a comedian all he does is rant love to listen to him <laughs> Yeah. because it hits something in us and it yeah. validates part of us that we're not the only one feeling certain ways. And, you know, and so it's like, we, we've used this as the creative container of how to process our rage and anger and the pregame as well as the podcast, because, you know, so whatever that is, whatever you're inclined to do, you know, I, I've super been like, I, I'm super kind of curious and, and almost at the point where I'm buying them, but I haven't because I'm like, don't spend the money. But 
is like using the idea of painting and art as, as some sort of, but I also do it in words. And I'm like, find that outlet that just, and, and it could be that you, you know, like rage at your pillow and beat the fuck out of it. Like, I don't know how many times I've done that in my past time and just gonna, Ooh, that was good energy to get rid of. And sometimes it's about, you know, taking a walk or running on a treadmill or using an elliptical and just being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you, you know, like, get it out, exercise my demons, get it all out, all of you, you know? go, go, go. Because <laughs> anger is a, is a stuck emotion. It's emotions being stuck and bottled up somewhere. And, and sometimes we need to express it in the way that is healthier than, you know, through any type of addiction, let's bring it back to that and or any type of like harming others with it and you know that's what my mother did she harmed others with her anger and her upset um so it, it's like that's when we understand our choices matter our responsibility is our choices based on what we're feeling um um yeah and so to tie it back to our reading as well understand that and Vanessa, I, I I implore you to just say what you said what about when I was saying we're investigating our soil. We're investigating, we're trying to grow and manifest things and we're trying to create things and we're trying to live a life of our choosing. And sometimes our soil is full of things that don't belong and that won't promote growth. And, you know, and, and Vanessa, I, we said this in the, in the, reading and vanessa was like vanessa was like yeah shit yeah yeah but at the same time like because i mean and, and you were it was so eloquently put i was like don't just yell shit out like just let it let it slide but i was thinking in my head about like it was like, yeah full of shit and then i was like yeah but shit's a good fertilizer you know what i mean it was kind of like well yeah you know like just kind of accepting the knowledge that sometimes it's good for you and sometimes it's not and it really is just that evaluation that you're talking about of just going okay well what is good like even even if the shit that i feel like is shit like is it good is it going to promote growth then i guess is it shit or is it bad shit, <laughs> or bad shit? yeah <laughs> <laughs> legitimately right <laughs> we warned you we were going to be this type of way today so yeah you made it this yeah. far congratulations <laughs> I mean, I feel much better. <laughs> I feel so much dissipation, you know, and I think that that's, you know, I, again, like kind of making, taking the shadow parts and understanding them and being able to say, like, I still don't love anger, you know, like I, it still is not something I enjoy embodying. It's not something I'm comfortable with. It's not of my makeup. That's something I want to experience a lot of, but um, so it, it will stay shadow, right? Like for, for, you know what I mean? It's going to stay shadow because it's something about me that I'm, I, 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 it's not my favorite thing. So I don't want it to be around that often. And that's okay. I'm allowed to say that. Yep. But absolutely. when it does show up, being able to be like, like you said that, that, Hey, well, sit down, buddy. Like we're, you're not, I'm not giving you the control because you're here. Like you don't get to take the seat because you're like coming in hot but you can sit down. You want to tell me a story? Tell me a story. <laughs> right? like, because you're here for a reason, yeah. but we're not going to, you know, it's not going to be a tidal wave that we just fall 
over anymore because we don't like how that feels. We want You're to not drive on the bus. Yeah, we want we want to feel something different. So we're going to work real hard to figure out how to do that with skills that we hadn't learned before. You know, that's the, that's the compassion part of it is like, well, if nobody really teaches you what anger is, lets you experience anger so that you can practice how to transmute it, talk about it, all that kind of stuff. Well, then how the hell are you going to know? You're not yep. going to know. Yep. Anger only, anger gets loud when we're ignoring it. Because mm -hmm. we're ignoring something we're feeling and it turns to anger because we're not giving it its space or its breath. Yeah. And... I mean, not always anger at people doing things to us is a, it's again, it's, it's a, it's a place of disempowerment. We disempower ourselves from expressing things and others disempower us by taking away our ability for control and autonomy. But, you know, it's, it all matters, but we hope that today has given you either permission to understand your shadow, your anger, your angst, also giving you a different perspective on what it is and how acceptable it is um or whether it's we've given you a place where you're like i'm not the only person experiencing this thank god because <laughs> you're not alone in this and there's ways out of it and there's ways to handle it so it's not as intense each year that i think we go through this it's less intense it's less we're more in our in our body with it and saying okay this isn't okay but it takes practice. And unfortunately, you know, this is the way of it. Like the planets help us do things that make us see things that we don't necessarily want reflected to us. But yay, human experience. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope you have a good week ahead. Good luck. If you need something or if you need help, please reach out to us. We're here. You know where to find us. Um, yeah. And oh, if you're available this Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, I am going to be part of the Healing Angel Circle, Angel Healing Circle. I'm doing a, um, a talk and a meditation on embracing the art of receiving help. That's a fun one. Um, <laughs> Talk about good so, luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Love it. Love so, it embodying that will be beautiful yeah so um head on over to my page either on instagram or on uh facebook and um i've share i'll share it everywhere the links to sign up if you're interested um but if not y'all have a good week we will see you here next week take care be kind to yourself and know that all of the things about you is essentially you and important and welcome we love you and we'll talk to you later Hey, love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further, through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light. <laughs>